this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Almost returned to the barricade! The heroes continue the fight to protect True Now's last line of defense and find their bonds growing stronger. Gormley is more attached to these people around her than she is the town. Galabras is finally, for the first time in his life, like literally fighting shoulder to shoulder with people that he's growing to respect and to like. In order to survive, they must think quick. You see, you hear things coming at you. Look, what do you do? Unleash their most powerful attacks. Oh my god! And add a new nickname that just might stick. The adventure continues now. Hi there, podcast listeners. How are you? This is Gormley. Happy early Halloween. And also, it's Matthew Kapitakaza. How are you doing? Well, with Halloween coming up in a few weeks, I thought I might talk a little bit about a subject that I've become a big fan of. Witches. And specifically, what attracted me to playing as a witch in our game. I mean, aside from the fact that they're awesome. So, I've always been really fascinated by witches and the way they appear in both history and mythology. Uh, so witch is a term that's been thrown around for centuries, and more often than not, it's used by members of a dominant culture to try to ostracize, denigrate, or otherwise persecute those who may not fit that mold, or are perceived in a, as a threat in some way. And the ways witches appear in stories are also super interesting to me. That The witch archetype is often a woman who has power, who's comfortable with their sexuality, instead of letting others shame them for it. You know, badasses. And in fairy tales, they often stand in opposition to the princess archetypes, as the so-called evil end of that spectrum, which is a whole can of beans I'm not going to open here. Anyway, witches are these powerful, confident, unashamed figures who are forced into this outsider status. And in the realm of fiction, that outsider status can obviously grant them abilities, hence Gormley. I remember back when I was creating my first Pathfinder character, and I described uh, him to resident RPG intake counselor Joe O'Brien as a bit of a loner, and Joe uh, mocked me ruthlessly and pointed out that I was not in any way, shape, or form the first person to create a bit of a loner character for an RPG, which, you know, fair enough. But I think the appeal of that idea for me, and probably for a lot of other players, is that though the character may be a bit of a loner, they desperately want community. Take Gormley. I wanted to play as someone who was totally powerful and totally self-aware and totally unashamed of all of that. And having been traumatized and ostracized in her past, was forced to develop her own way of getting through each day. And for Gormley, that meant living alone out in the mountains, studying ancient artifacts, hanging out with a scorpion, and developing her own power. And yeah, that might make her quote-unquote creepy or weird, But she knows a lot of stuff and can cast some crazy spells and she can fly, which is awesome. And I think the kind of wonderful engine of this adventure path is the party forming its own family. And I'm a fan of any family or community that would count someone like Gormley as one of its members. But enough out of me. Let's get to the episode. Thanks as always for listening and thanks for all the feedback and the support we're getting. Keep it coming. We love it. 
If you're new to the show or if your fandom has been newly deepened in some way over the past few episodes, hey, why don't you leave us a review on iTunes? We're pretty close to 100. I know that would be awesome to get up there. And now, please enjoy episode 19, Fortune Favors the Boulder. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bodies of orcs litter the battlefield. <laughs> Nine more just came running in, alive, holding a battering ram, rushing headlong towards the barricade. Omas from, sweating from his brow, greatsword in hand, stinking of whiskey, stinking of whiskey and vomit, <laughs> looks to you with nothing but courage in his eyes. Somewhere behind the crenellated towers <laughs> stands a bombardier just waiting why do I tell you all this? Because it means I have to control 11 characters. <laughs> and I have a huge headache. <laughs> so this is what you, uh, what you guys are facing right now. Uh, Lork, you are at the ready with a flaming boulder in front of you. Uh, right next to you is Galabras, who had just healed Omast. Omast jumped back behind the barricade. And of course, uh, Gormley and Baron standing in front of the logs, ready for something to come in their path to cut those bad boys loose. And now you got these nine orcs. First thing that happens, the bombardier sneaks out, shows himself in view, and fires his ranged crossbow straight at Gormley. Oh, Jesus. You you are up front. Don't forget the defense. He's right behind the, she's right behind the yep. barricade. Uh, 22 to hit. <laughs> Let me yep. see if uh, cover worked. And past cover. Does 22 hit? Yeah, that hits. Believe it or not. 22. <laughs> uh, all right. Hit me. Let me get that, uh, let me get that short bow sound. Oh, uh, God, I wasn't ready. Uh, go ahead, roll your... Uh, it's, it's okay, stretch this out. Ro- yeah. <laughs> Please. If, I think if he, doesn't your have damage, the, if he doesn't have the sound, you can't hit him. It didn't him. hit. <laughs> uh, here we, it's, uh, Actually, I, oh, oh. Oh, hits oh, Gormley. Oh, 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 no. Right between the shoulder blade and the heart for oh, nine points of damage. Oh, oh. crap. Does this one isn't starting oh, out as, as well. I want to savor Gormley's death. <laughs> so I'm glad we stretched it out. Does her boob deflate? <laughs> we did establish. Um, she's a cross-dresser. Check out, the pic- check out our wonderful new art that's been, that's been up for a while now. Gormley has excellent... An excellent figure. She's got a hell of a rack, dude. <laughs> I'd hit it. My compliments. Um, and now, it is Lork's turn. Uh, Lork is gonna. He's gonna push the boulder. He's All going. Right. So, which direction are you going to push it in? Uh, you can. The way that these uh, guys are set up, there's four on one side, five on the other. So you can choose. A row. Yeah, I'm going to take ch- it out. I'm going to choose to take out the row uh, on Lork's right. Uh, the row four. W- one which second is row though. Four. Last episode, you said it was ten foot tall by ten foot wide. Couldn't he hit both rows? No, they're fifteen feet wide. They're fifteen feet wide because oh, there's, I there's, see. there's, there's a, a space in the middle. Spa- I see, they they have the whatever it is, battering ram, battering ram between them. So I'm going to take out that row because the row to Lork's left is 
the, the side where uh, Gormley and Baron are manning the logs. So they might might be able to take him out with logs if they choose to do so. But uh, there's a flaming boulder between us. We can't really talk about it at the moment. Uh, um, I need you to roll a DC 13 strength check. Okay. And now, unlike a fortitude, will, or reflex save where you have a, a number, this is just your mo- your strength modifier. You add to a D20, and you've right. got to hit 13. Right. Can I help? And if what about Olmas? Can Olmas help? Yeah, I mean, can somebody else aid me? He's right next to me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so can I roll? Because you would have readied that action before right, this happened. Right. Right. Exactly. I think you'll make it with bull strength, but um, well, I mean, it's still it's still a roll of the die, so you don't want right, to so, risk it too uh, much. Galabras. Well, Galabras rolled a nineteen. Oh. oh. All right. So that's a was that a plus, plus two bonus? Two. Okay. Plus two to hit. Yeah, here that we go. still works with the zero strength bonus. Yeah, oh, great. Got it. Uh, I got a twenty. That boulder starts rolling. Oh man! Flaming giant boulder. <laughs> I think I have a uh, a sirenscape sound for this. I placed a giant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Baron on your right! I placed a uh, giant D20 on the board to signify the boulder, and you can check it out on our Tumblr. Uh, it hits all four of them. Yes! Yes! Yeah! The two in the back are prone, which means uh, it hits all of them for uh, they're in the negative. All four of them are in the negative. Uh, The two in the back get hit so hard they get knocked prone. They fail their reflex save, which means (laughs) it's rolling back. It's coming back. It was a boomerang boulder. Uh, Can anyone do the Wilhelm scream? (laughs) Uh, The two in the back get knocked prone, which means on their next turn for ferocity they'll stand up and die. And the other two have one move left uh, before they die. But all of them have been knocked below uh, zero. Badass. Nice job. Do they drop the battering ram? Uh, Yeah, the battering ram immediately falls out of all of their hands. And, wow. Uh, Lork, that was your turn, or do you have a move action? Uh, you tell me. I, do I still have a move action Sure, left? what the hell. Um, all right, well, with my move action, I am going to uh, sheathe my um, uh, Masterwork Battle Axe, and I'm going to free action, quick draw my longbow. So I'm ready for next round. Quick draw the longbow. Very good. Next up is Baron. All right, Baron. Can Baron fire uh, at a person in the middle of that crowd? Uh, I don't see why not. I mean... So I want to shoot at the third orc on the right flank so that... uh, Can you do it? Yes. But... Should you do it? (laughs) It would make more sense for you to shoot the guy up front. I mean, I I feel like that's a pinpointy... You know what I mean? Like... I, just, I, want I hear to, what you're saying, but they're, where they're all standing in a row, wouldn't you fire at the head guy? I'm doing it. I'm doing it strategically because I want to use another flare cartridge to daze and blind them. I see what you mean. Oh um, yeah. All right, I'm going to give you a minus two where it's pinpoint. I'm just making this is. I'm house ruling this right now because it would make sense. So the third orc, I should affect all of them with a dazzled condition if I get it. Okay. Very big. Uh, 16. That against touch AC. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> Firing a flare into them. 
That wasn't even Sirenscape. That was Skid. That was me. <laughs> Damage is three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy I hit in the middle is blinded. Oh, man. And the rest of them, all of them, I think, are dazzled. All of them so are m- dazzled. So minus one to hit. Minus one to hit. Right. And you need him to make... Oh, wait. Sorry. He makes a DC 15 fortitude check. Uh, he failed. He, he's blinded for sure, though. Yeah. So he's blinded. And then the other ones, do they have to roll a fortitude save or they're just automatically dazzled? No, they're dazzled. automatically so dazzled. It's like Splash Dazzle. Splash Dazzle. Which is the name my of stripper name. autobiography. <laughs> All right. Splash Dazzle. <laughs> I can't even say Splash Dazzle. Splash Dazzle. Splash Dazzle. Talking about Splash Dazzle. Wow. All right. There it is. Um, Gormley. Uh, so what happened to the bombardier when, when the boulder came back? He's represented by this six-sided die back there. Uh, so he's just chilling back there, uh, still betwixt the crenellated towers. He's a good, like, 60, 70 feet away from, from us. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm going to shoot him with the crossbow. All right. Yeah, so that's within range for you. Yeah. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's not hit, the ideal If he can range. hit you, you can hit him. You don't get that uh, point-blank shot, but you... I still get plus four. Hell yeah. But I rolled a three, so it's not going to hit. <laughs> so, um, Sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> we got DJ Joe on ones and twos. <laughs> DJ Splash Dazzle. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's going to stick. We got Boner, Paula, and DJ Splashdown. I really like that one. <laughs> this guy, my favorite. This guy really knows how to tag a joke and how to make a callback. He's some sort of he's some sort of comedian. Why does Joe have the best nickname? It's fucked up, man. It's Shut good. up, Paula. Oh God. <laughs> Keep it down over there, Boner. Quiet down, Churchy. I don't. <laughs> I like Churchy better. At least it's descriptive. The right. difference is, I don't mind being called Boner. I know you don't. <laughs> I, I totally am aware of this. All right, Paula, you're up. Right, Gormley. Motherfucker! <laughs> I swear to God. For oh. you know what? Uh, I was thinking today uh, is that Poundstone actually does sound like a halfling name, <laughs> or like House or Poundstone, a, or a dwarf name. Like it says, I'm Gimli Poundstone. <laughs> you know, very, uh, that's totally that is a very dwarfish. Um, wait, hang on. Gormley still gets a move action, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how tall is the is the barricade? Three feet. Three feet. Is it a, was that a crossbow that you have to reload, or was it a bow? There's a crossbow. So if you want to use it again next round, you're going to use your moves back to yeah. reload. It's up to you. I think I'm going to Gormley's going to crouch behind the barricade. Okay, like a like a woman. <laughs> like someone with a hope knife who's going to cut the cut the rope in the fucking log. <laughs> yeah, dick. Don't even with Gormley. <laughs> Don't even. I yeah, know. I know. That witch will fuck and, you up, and, dude. I'm not. Uh, ki- I'm not kidding. Will uh, <laughs> wait? Wait. Gorm- is that your move action? I don't think that's a move action. The crouch is not a move action. No. Right? Oh no, to crouch? No, that's just uh, no, you're just You should reload your crossbow just in case. Just have it ready. All right, I'll reload the crossbow. If you're not going to actually move, well, you crouch. can do it while you're crouching. Yeah, I'll do it while I'm crouching. Yeah. Question of tactics: Can we um, cut one of the ropes to 
guide the logs towards the remaining orcs since they are not directly in front of them? No, it's just too much. It's like a one-shot thing where two of you can untie in one round, or you can just go, and they just go. It's pretty haphazardly made. Um, it wouldn't be as effective to try and turn the logs. No, well, I guess I should also ask, <laughs> we probably broke through that barricade with that boulder, right? Uh, yes, that barricade now has a giant hole in it, uh, so you effectively did what the battering ram would have done. Uh, created a big in the middle hole. It's a big hole in the uh, middle of the barricade. All right, Gel, what are you thinking, buddy? Uh, Gel is going to uh, load his crossbow and fire at the lead orc um, to his uh, right. Very well. Ah, yes. One of the ones that was hit by a boulder but not knocked prone. Ten. Ten to hit. <laughs> Misses. Sails wide. Hits the tower. Uh, but a valiant effort. None, a valiant effort. A valiant effort, nonetheless. And I use my movement action to reload. Okay. Um, Omast uh, comes up and uh, jumps over the barricade and runs back into the fracas uh, in front of the line of orcs that was just hit by a boulder. Um, unfortunately, he isn't within range to do anything, but again... Balls to the wall, jumping right in the middle of the fracas. Yeah. Round nine. Why is it round nine? Because when you guys finish that last wave of orcs, I gave you a second to kind of regroup, make a couple decisions. Who needs healing? It sped up to a couple rounds, so now you are in round nine. First things first. You're the realist? The two orcs in the back on the, that were on uh, the left side flank, so the, the ones that got hit by the uh, boulder, they start to get up and immediately die. Uh, that was their, <laughs> their uh, So they are dead. Question for you. Mm-hmm. It's raining. Alchemical fire on the boulder. Is it maybe leaping off Fantasia style onto the other works? <laughs> No, no, no. Troy is never going to allow that to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, the thing you, you have to know about Troy is he is absolutely asshole. inconsistent whenever it suits his purposes. <laughs> because if I tried to pour water on you when you're covered with alchemical fire, I'd it explodes dead. and I'd kills everyone. Yeah. But if a giant boulder is covered with alchemical fire and it's raining... Nothing happened. Well, to be fair, the rain was flavor. The rain was just because Joe had a rain sound. Be- because because Cyrus gave right, Well, the, rain's, rain. the rain sounds great. So, <laughs> so okay. let's blame Joe for my lack of creativity. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. Angry skid. <laughs> um, Angry Galabras. Okay, so the... Uh, Shut up, Paula. The, uh, the orc in the front, uh, who got hit by the boulder... Uh, takes a step up towards Omast and dies. Uh, and then the, the guy behind him is like, I probably shouldn't do that. So I'm just going to uh, chuck something uh, at Omast. Anything? Anything at all? He's shooting his composite shortpo. Ooh, a 20 definitely hits. So he just crunched Omast for uh, four points of damage. Your old buddy Omast. Just getting... Nicked and knocked. Okay, so now the uh, the right side uh, that hasn't been uh, our left side. Your left. Yeah. Stage stage right. Uh, they start all breaking up and rushing towards the barricade. Uh, this first one, uh, the leader jumps over 
and then the guy behind him uh, closes that, the That first guy provokes. All right, so the first guy jumps over the barricade, and in doing so, provokes an attack of opportunity from Baron. Make uh, it count. As a swift action, I reload my pistol. But you can't, I don't think. Like, I don't think you can take a swift action as part of an attack weapon. No, you so, can't. All right, so his pistol's not ready. So. You can only take a standard action, so you can... So you're in the clear. Pistol whip him. Yeah, that's true. You can't do that. Oh, fuck That'd be yes. awesome. I'm, I'm pistol whipping this Fucking motherfucker. do that. 22. Oh, sorry. Miss. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> I should also mention the one that attacked Omas right after he attacked Omas and hit him for however many damage, four, four points. Uh, he died immediately. Uh, Omas died? Uh, no, not Yay! <laughs> Yay, he's down. No, we need him right now. Yeah, let's just get to the end of the battle before uh, he dies. Okay. <laughs> so the first, uh, the first orc on the uh, the other side of the battering ram rushes up, jumps over. Baron uh, fumbles with his pistol, tries to pistol whip him, misses, and the guy attacks uh, Baron with his falchion. Uh, six. <laughs> no, that misses. doesn't hit. The, the second guy comes up uh, with a great axe. But I don't get an attack of opportunity against him. No. No, because you only get one. Unless you have that feat that allows you Improved to. attack or whatever. Combat reflexes, uh, it's called. The next dude comes up with his great axe, uh, 18 to hit. Missed. 18 misses? Thanks to Skid's shield of, uh, what was it called? Faith. Shield, shield of Faith. Shield of Faith. Holy snapdragon. We're all buffed up right now. Uh, That's not protect you. Thir- I'm so sorry that the bombardier didn't want to shoot you, jerks. The third guy comes up and starts climbing over the log pile that Gormley's standing like in a, front of. Like a, like a mad uh, orc. Like a madman. <laughs> like some sort of orc. Uh, the fourth guy comes up to the side uh, and is taking aim on Gormley with a crossbow, uh, while the other guy uh, follows, uh, takes takes a, like steps towards Omas to attack Omas. So the crossbow on, uh, whatever the hell your name is, Gormley, uh, 17. Composite, excuse me, I say crossbow. Composite short post, 17 to hit. It hits. It hits? What happened to your great armor? Where's the? Uh... I have a 17 AC with the with the with oh, the mage armor. Oh, son of a bitch! Uh, another one, another arrow, right on the other side between oh. your shoulder blade. Uh, excuse me, your uh, the front of your shoulder and your uh, lung for seven points of damage. God oh. damn it. I am uh, Gormley's hurting pretty bad right now. And then but the, not unconscious. The no, other guy comes up. up. She just took 16 points of damage. Oh. Uh, the other dude comes up and attacks uh, Omas with a spike chain, <laughs> like a biker gang, and misses Omas. Uh, and then your old pal in mind, the bombardier, uh, he um, goes to shoot Gormley again. She's crouched behind the. Oh, that's right, you're crouched. Um, so he. So will she, could she even be the target of that crossbow? She was crouched? Uh, yeah, because he's right up on. All right. Um, but yeah, no, you, that's, you're right to say the bombardier wouldn't be in range. Oh, well, even the guy who shot those should still roll on defense. On, on cover. Yeah, yeah, on cover. 67. Yeah, uh, okay, the bombardier is going to uh, shoot at Baron, but he's uh, taking a minus four because of the uh, Baron is involved in melee. Uh, 16. Does not Yes. <laughs> I rolled a 19 unadjusted, but that minus four is all it took. Wow. Uh, and now it is Lork. Uh, Lork is going to uh, go at the uh, orc that shot the crossbow at Gormley the second mm-hmm. time, who's kind of out in the open. 
Now, is this um, an emotional vendetta you have against this guy? Uh, no, well, he is protecting Gormley, but he's also, he knows that it's the easiest shot. And when he does rapid shot, he takes a penalty to hit. So he's going to take two shots. He wants to take it at somebody that isn't attacking one of his friends because he might miss okay. and hit his friend. So he's going to go kind of shoot over the pile uh, with his longbow at uh, the guy in the back who shot it. Now, Oops. don't forget where you are farther away, uh, the guy that you're attacking has cover against you. Okay. Um, miss. Second shot. Oh, wait, wait. I, I have a good one for this. Longbow. <laughs> and then just miss. Um, miss again. Miss, miss again. Yep. Double. The second misses. one uh, missed on cover. It went dong oh, no. right in the barricade. I rolled oh. a 13. I am so unlucky with cover. It's awful. You're unlucky generally. Yeah. I need to roll 21 or over it. I rolled the, the one before I rolled 23. Hey, Joe, I just wanted to, <laughs> oh, no. I just wanted to ask if you wanted to try a stealth check next because you're <laughs> really great at those usually, too. <laughs> Christ. Um, uh, so, Gormley, as you're crouched there, you just see an arrow come from behind. Friendly fire. <laughs> right in the uh, wood next to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my day. What are you day. doing? <laughs> shoot at them. <laughs> you know what? If there was an infant nearby for us to shoot, it would have hit it. But. <laughs> oh, God. It's always the but way. We killed them all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so it's going to be Baron's turn. Um... Baron's going to take a five-foot step back to avoid attacking, uh, avoid uh, an attack opportunity. Straight back or diagonally back? Diagonally back. Okay. Uh, swift, rapid reload. Classic. He is going to get up close and deadly, shoot the door orc uh, diagonal to him. Shoot the door down. So this is the first orc that jumped over the wall. Right. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> do you say something cool? Um, I say... Uh, here we go. Nobody, <laughs> nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> You're really like kind of losing the thread here. <laughs> I think with some of these things, things you say. I want to say squeal like a pig every time. <laughs> I know, it's not I even mean, going to make sense. Where's the beef? Um, <laughs> okay, he, he doesn't know what's in there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Apples. Did you squeeze the Charmin? <laughs> You might be green on the outside, but I know you're pink inside. Ooh. All right, That's all right. pretty good. Prove it. We'll keep that one. We'll keep 15. That. 15. Touch AC. Hits. Uh, hits the orc I refer to uh, affectionately as six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The girl from uh, Blossom? Yep. Oh, hit. no. She got hit. I had a crush on her. Seven points of damage. Whoa. You, well, uh, if you need a grip point, you just got it back because you knocked that mofo down to the nags. Yeah. Nice, and he's one step away from anybody. How many, yeah. swift, how many swift actions can you take in a round? One. One. Mm. Unless you're really swift, then you can still take one. You know, that's something that we've never explained. We've never yeah. explained the action economy. Please, explain so, it so I can take a second to manage my orcs. <laughs> so it's, it's basically like the, the whole idea of your turn is that you can do a limited amount of things within the brief seconds that represent your turn. And uh, you can take a... a move action, uh, or you could take two move actions. You could also take a standard action, but you can't take a move action, uh, a standard action, and move again. You could like only do one move action, one standard action. Standard action is like sh- swinging your sword, short- shooting your bow, opening a door, something that takes some sort of uh, effort and concentration. 
Um, and then you have swift actions, which you hear Baron say all the time as he reloads his weapon, which swift action you can do in addition to a move and a standard, but you can only do one per round. Then you heard uh, me mention as Lork uh, that he got quick draw, which allows him to draw a weapon as a free action. Free action is sort of like a swift action, except that you can do as many as you want in a turn. So a lot of times for a lot of DMs, free actions are like saying something to your friends or doing a knowledge check, like a perception check during a, a turn. I want to do perception, see what kind of armor he's wearing before I swing. You know, you, that doesn't take your whole turn. It's a free action, then you can swing. So you have to limit your, uh, your resources as, uh, each turn in what they call like an action economy, basically. And there's two others. There's full retreat, which is two move actions, and there's full attack round. So you full withdrawal. Yeah, right. full withdrawal. Which means you yeah, you can run away without provoking attack of opportunity. And then, yeah, Lork's two shots, for example, with the rapid shot is called a full attack action, which is if you don't move at all, you can, as you get into higher levels, you can do much more powerful uh, and, and double attacks and triple attacks and stuff like that if you don't move. Or you could take a five-foot step and do it. Yeah, like a, a quick slide. A quick right. slide and do it. Oh, man, the discovery of the five-foot step. I remember when we discovered Wait, that. Wait, so if, I did, if yeah. I did one swift action, I took a five-foot step and fired. Could I? No, no. That, that was a move action, yeah, the yep. five-foot step. And so, oh, for example, like Gormley's cackle is a move action. So that's an example of the economy. It's like it's an ability, but it takes up her move action. So if she both does an evil eye and cackles, she then can't move. Yeah. Most um, of my hexes, I think all of my hexes but cackle are standard actions. Right. So the hex is the standard, then the cackle is, is a move. So you can do both in one turn. Right. And there'll be a quick quiz at the end of the battle uh, to make sure <laughs> you've been following. Uh, and I have right. no idea who, whose turn it is. Orc time. Who, uh, Baron just went. Baron just uh, went. So th- now it is... You got something you want to say? No. You got something you want to say to me, Joe? I just thought it was going to be what's-his-face's turn. Omas. Uh, oh, he, he hasn't gone in a while. Uh, oh, he jumped over the barricade his last turn. Right. But he hasn't gone in a while. Oh, okay. Well, that's Gormley's turn. It's coming up. Yep. All right. Uh, We got one orc on the log pile, right? One orc on the log pile, and then one orc that would also be affected by. So you have two orcs that would be affected by the wood pile being cut. Gormley's going to yank out her hope knife. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Oh, man. You old sea dog. Slip the hope knife right underneath the rope and yank it and cut the rope. Nice. Yeah. And then she's going to, for her move action, she's going to get out of there. But let's see what happens with the log first. That is is a bold move, my friend. Uh, Didn't you say, so what does it take to cut the ropes? Two people, one round. Two people, one round, one person, two rounds, or you can just cut it uh, with a a slashing weapon. Uh, You cut it. You hit them both. And it deals two e two d eight damage. Would you like to do the honors? Yeah, you can roll. Well, they them. are fucking big ass logs. Uh, Does you have a cool sound for this? Uh, for logs, let's, logs. Let's see what the damage is. I don't. I'm sorry. Do you, I mean, it's somewhere on here, but I don't know where it is. Fast. Come on, enough. man. <laughs> Come on, man. Do you have the log song from Ren and Stimpy at least? <laughs> it rolls downstairs. <laughs> Good enough. Eight okay. points of damage. Eight points of damage brings them both into the negative. Fuck yes. So right now, there's only two orcs remaining. Plus the bombardier. Uh, All right, so it brings them both into the negative. Uh, The one in the front uh, falls falls prone. And as we know in the past, on his next turn, he's going to get up and die. The guy in the back gets hit below the negative, but is still standing. Uh, Brutal move. And for her move action, Gormley is going to move back near Galabras. Okay, so you, Galabras... Uh, and Lork 
have your backs against the further barricade, uh, what we're going to call the westernmost barricade. Uh, while meanwhile, Omast is standing in the fray, and Baron is uh, about five feet away from the easternmost barricade. Uh, and we have one, two, three, four orcs still standing, and the bombardier way in the back. Uh, and then off in the distance, you see the flaming boulder starting to uh, peter out. And almost all of those orcs are in orc ferocity mode now, right? Uh, no. The only ones that are in orc ferocity are the two that... Uh, just got hit by the logs. Hit. Yeah. What about the one I shot? That one's an orc ferocity, too. It no, is. You only did... Uh, yeah, no, you no, said no, it. No, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so he's in ferocity, which that's the guy that jumped over the barricade. Yeah, right, the first right. guy over. Yes. I call him Sid. The vanguard. Yes, I'm sorry. So he, he's in uh, orc ferocity, and then the two that just got hit by the logs are in orc ferocity. And now, speaking of ferocity, it's Galabras' turn. All right, so Galabras is going to say a silent prayer in his head. Uh, lift his hands, lift his palms, and... Channel positive energy to heal his friends. And again, that's amazing. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Uh, is Omast involved in that? Or is yes, Omast. Yeah, yes. sure is. Uh, so again, I'm using my gold plated replica Roman dice. And now it's two. Uh, five. Everybody gets uh, five points of healing. Uh, okay. Thank you, Galabras. Crushing. You move. can still take a move action if you'd. I'm gonna. Like. I'm gonna say put. Okay. Uh, Gorma says, "Thanks, boy." Don't call me boy. You're welcome, witch. <laughs> uh, Omast uh, grabs the uh, orc that's standing in front of him, and again heaves him over the barricade at you guys. Oh, I love it! <laughs> says, I would have done this to your mother too. <laughs> oh. That is so huge. That's so huge, because he basically flipped them right in front of Lork. Right, so now he can can battle axe them. So that was Omas' move. Uh, Okay, round ten for the battle of Blood March Hill. Uh, Okay, the the orc that was, uh, you know, that hadn't jumped over the barricade, he now jumps over uh, and engages with Baron and swings his... Penis. Where is my thing? Uh, yes. He swings his uh, spiked chain 14. A miss. Yeah. Man! When okay. you swing at a dwarf and you can't hit his face, that's a miss. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave the singing to skin. Uh, and then the other yeah. one with yeah. his... Fuck you, O'Brien. Hey, hey, hey. And the other I'm on one, Joe's side with this With one. his dying action, throws a uh, javelin at Baron and also misses and then dies. Yeah! There we go. There are so many bodies of orcs. Uh, we're <laughs> Littering good, the battlefield. We're going to get a good shot of this later. From yeah, the Troy, Troy is tracking where every corpse has fallen. <laughs> and it looks like a checkerboard. Like, <laughs> the entire field, like, just there's bodies everywhere. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, speaking of bodies, here's another one. Because the one that Gormley knocked over with the logs goes to stand up and dies. <laughs> that was the one that was standing on top of the logs. He was like, whoop, 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 whoop. He slid like a lumberjack for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got Round up like in the logs, like as he fell in. <laughs> oh, oh, gross! Great. Um, and then uh, the one that is uh, that just got thrown over the barricade um, by Omast. Yeah, he is going to uh, attack. Actually, he's going to step up to Lork. Then he provokes uh, away from Omast. Yeah, so Omast will swing at him. Why? 
because he left. Uh, he was in direct melee combat with Omast, oh, okay. and he left it for no apparent reason. I had to go fight someone else, so he gets swung at. They are a haphazard group of fighters. Yeah. Uh, and Omast swings and misses with his greatsword. A rare mist mm. from o- a mist. A rare mist into my mic. Oh, mist. Uh, and then he oh. swings his falchion at Lork. Fumbles. Oh, oh Troy! These guys confirm the fumble. Terrible. To be fair, no, uh, no, we no. don't do that till sixth level. Yeah. Oh, you guys that's level. right. Yeah. That's right. Well, no, we here's a, just for the gunslinger. Here's your fumble, just here's of the your fumble card, okay. Troy. Right. Fumble card, man. I'm, these orcs are they actually they're perfectly orc. This is exactly yeah. what happens against a bunch of heroes. Uh, Falchion is melee. Awkward attack. You take a minus two penalty to AC. For three rounds. Yeah. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, that was awkward. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Paisel Fumble Cards. So now he's all off balance there, uh, and Lork is going to murder him. <laughs> I'm going to kill the shit him. out of this guy. And uh, the last guy there who uh, got hit by the logs, and uh, with, with his dying move, he uh, takes a shot at uh, Baron. This Baron is the closest one. Uh, oh, wait a minute here. Oh, it's a minus one, so it's going to be an 18. Does not hit. Unbelievable! <laughs> it right hits, in his face. It misses Baron and it hits Gormley in the back. Oh, God. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> riddled with arrows. Uh, okay, and then the, uh, the bombardier steps up into the... Uh, he now steps past the, uh, the broken portcullis. And uh, you see him. Oh no! Not again! Oh, no. Lighting something on fire. Oh no! We're all standing. We're all clumped up. <laughs> fire in the hole! Fire in the hole! Red hole! Now it's Lork's turn. Uh, okay, Lork is going to. Um, now that this guy got all up in his face. He drops his uh, longbow down to the ground, slides, takes a five foot step, and uh, draws out his uh, uh, masterwork battle axe off of his back, and. Uh, Cuts down at uh, this dude. Bring him down! Bring him down! Uh, 19 to hit. Well, of course, especially with the minus two to AC, that is a yeah. definite yeah. hit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, does 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. He is uh, bloodied and about to fall to one knee. Uh, Baron. Baron takes a five foot step backward, rapid reloads. Whips his pistol at the orc immediately next to him and fires. <laughs> he just says to the gentleman, You done fucked with the wrong dwarf. After he fires. After he fires. Yeah. Did, did you miss? <laughs> 15. 15 to touch AC hits. Yeah. That is uh, four points of damage. Four points of damage. He is still. Alive, and it is Gormley's turn. There are two uh, orcs at the barricades right now, and then the bombardier holding uh, something that he's uh, lit on fire, which you probably know to be what he chucked at Gormley before. And everything, everybody else is dead. You guys have already wiped out seven of the orcs that were on the battery room. Uh, okay, Gormley is gonna damn it. He's gonna damn it. He's gonna build a dam. Uh, Gormley's gonna fire a crossbow at the orc that Baron just shot. Okay. Kill him. Ten to hit. Uh, that is a miss. <laughs> Hits the barricade. I could not be rolling worse right now. She'll reload. <laughs> uh, Galabras. 
Uh, Galabras is going to yell, fire in the hole! And he's going, he's standing on one side of the barricade. He's going to jump to the other side of the barricade and fire at the orc. So wait, the orc who is fighting Lork is is still up. Yes. He's still above zero? Yes. Now he's going to fire, fire at him. And your favorite thing, he is in melee combat with Lork. Oh, but fuck, right. No, no, no. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to shoot at the one that was menacing uh, Baron. Okay, yeah, that one, because Baron took the five-foot step, he is unattended. Ah, I missed. Okay, <laughs> we're missing now, too. A lot of ranged combat in this battle. You guys are playing yeah. it very interesting. Yeah. Uh, have you, has any of you stepped in front of the easternmost barricade yet? Besides no. Omas? No. <laughs> bold, bold. But now there's a big uh, gaping hole in the front, uh, in the eastern barricade. Uh, Omast. Omast uh, uh, starts uh, closing the distance between he and the bombardier. And now it is round 11. Uh, Omast should be able to get right up in his face with a double move, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but he wants to leave range for you guys so that you're not... Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, also keep in mind that that guy is going to... If he's got a bomb in his hand, he's going to provoke an attack if if Omast is in melee range. Omast would probably try to cut him before he could throw a bomb, don't you think? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, yeah, he can make it there. All right, so Omas gets right up in his uh, Jimmy Jam there, and uh, hopefully he'll threaten him and he won't be able to throw the bomb at us. No, he's going to he's gonna toss him over the barricade like he has every other fucking <laughs> With the bomb. No, Omas, not that one! <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think Omas has the room to do this. Omas is the going room? to attempt to sunder the armor of the uh, oh that's cool of the orc nice. see we never do this of the, no. of the orc bombardier so, so sunder is is where you basically damage the armor so that their armor class goes down right yeah you yeah. like you try to like break the straps like on their armor to like right. make it make it ineffective yeah. and he succeeds comes oh, yeah. nice. up huge so the AC of the bombardier has gone down it's uh, a good thing we gave him that shit to make him sober yeah <laughs> And to think when you didn't want to soothe him up. I know, I know. Uh, all right. I hate giving NPCs consumables. I, I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> Round 11. Uh, two orcs and a bombardier uh, left. Okay, so the orc next to Mr. Lork with his dying move, as usual. Uh, critical threat. Oh, with the no! Fat. Confirms with 20 adjusted. Oh. Well, is 20 hit? No. 20 doesn't no, hit? No, because oh, it's got no. the, got the skin. natural Wow, bark okay, skin. so it's uh, just... I am Groot! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just double damage. Just double damage. No, it's just single damage. Yeah. Oh, because it's not a... Oh, it's just it's, a hit. It wasn't it's a crit. It was a regular okay. hit. Uh, you're right. Uh, sorry. I got a lot of things I'm juggling over here. <laughs> uh, 11 points of damage. Oh, uh, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> Swings the falcon. <laughs> And then he falls to the ground and dies. That's Lork again. That's Lork, Once again. racist. What's uh, racist? Once again, guys, All these cons look on. the same to me. Troy just pulled Lork's character off the mat instead of the Orc. Sorry, sorry. It's, it's my father talking. Uh, <laughs> Poor Lork. <laughs> had to put up with so much of okay. this. He's he's Atticus Finch in Ghosts at a Watchman, not to kill a, to kill a mockingbird. Topical reference. <laughs> All right, this guy here with his uh, uh, with his good old spiked chain. Uh, no, excuse me. This is Great Axe guy, I think. Uh, no, it's spiked. This chain. is number. S- no, not number six. I got him. Spike chain. Uh, Nineteen to hit Baron. 
exactly a hit. Oh, oh. my goodness. Nothing ever hits Baron. Uh, okay. Wait, if 19 was not a hit before, did your shield of faith run out? Or did you lie to me? Did you lie before? Oh, maybe I lied. <gasps> Just roll like 10d6. Loric, <laughs> <laughs> we're friends now. I gave you whiskey when your son got murdered in front of you. Also, 11 points of damage to bear. Oh, Ooh. Uh, it's a good thing this hasn't happened very often that they've actually been able to hit us. Well, that's why I'm. That's things. why I was like, push the boulder, push the logs. Like we don't know. Yeah, something tougher might come through, but there are two if we arrows just die in a second out wave, of Gormley's chest. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Gormley is riddled with arrows. <laughs> <laughs> like a practice demo. Don't worry, guys. Took him for the team. <laughs> hey, you're the one that got up front. Uh, okay, it is the bombardier's turn. Oh, okay. And he throws a bomb directly at Lork. Actually, no. He, uh, he throws it at Gormley. So he, he, he provokes. Right in the middle. He provokes. Uh, yeah, so he provokes from Omast. Omas swings his greatsword and hits him. Yes. Oh, there, there we go. go. There we uh, go. Hits him bad because Omas does significant damage. All right, and Omas does. Oh, Omas does 15 points of oh, damage. Yeah. Oh. Finally. Finally. <laughs> nice. Uh, 15. I rolled a, it was 2d6. I rolled a 6 and a 5. Uh, yeah, and just to be clear, Omas ran all the way down some, some 50 feet to fight this guy right near the gate. So he's all the way up near the front gate. We're all the way back. Hopefully nothing horrible comes through that gate and eats him. Well, this is like <laughs> this is like Aragorn at the Battle of Helm's Deep, like when the orcs breach the wall, and he's like standing behind it with all the elves, and he charges like down the right. slope. That's like... Uh, wow. Okay, so he that guy is still alive, but just took a massive hit. And now the, uh, the bomb is coming right for Gormley. I'm sorry, Gormley. You're right in the middle there. You're the most prime target. Uh, Ran for the healer. That's what I was doing. I'm going to assume this is a miss. A 15? 15 misses. Whoa. All right, but, all right, but what damage do we take from the bomb? Uh, yeah, a little splash damage. Well, uh, no, first so, got to see where it ends up. Right. Uh, okay, so, yeah, because it, it could land in a square that somebody else is in. It goes here, uh, to right at your face, and misses and lands right to your left uh, and explodes, and it's going to deal damage to Baron uh, Galabras and uh, Gormley. It's going to do four points of damage. Now, I'm standing behind the barricade, so does that make any difference? Uh, Three-foot barricade. Are you crouched behind it? Um, I mean, that was my intention, but... Nope. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know what? We'll go four... Actually, you can all roll a reflex save for it, because, oh. yeah, you can do you can have the damage with a reflex save. Nope. 16 on the reflex save for Gormley. 16. You're good. So two points of damage to Gormley. Nine. Uh, four points of damage to Baron, and I'm going to do two points of damage to Galabras because it would make sense that most of that flame would have yeah, been I mean, uh, barricade. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who said I wasn't a nice deal? Fuck you. Everyone. Everyone, <laughs> everyone said that. Twitter is aghast. Uh, okay, it is now Lork's turn. All right, Lork is going to... Uh, charge. Oh, Lork, yeah, Lork will, will charge because he can get to that guy that's fighting Baron, if only if he charges, though. So he'll charge. Do you have a straight line to charge? Oh, you do? Yep, so he'll charge in and... Uh, and charging know, gives you what type of bonus? Plus two to hit. And you need so you have to have a straight, unimpeded line. And you can also do line. double your move distance if you have a straight, unimpeded line, which right. I did. So he screams... And runs at this guy with his uh, masterwork battle axe. Um, 
16 to hit. That's a hit. And uh, he does seven points of damage. Takes him into the negative, the last remaining orc from the battering ram crew. He rolled with a tight crew, uh, and now he is in the neg. All right, it is Baron's turn. I don't think I can get within range of the bombardier. So I'm going to take a five-foot step back from the orc. Did you kill him? He's, uh, he's in the negative. ferocity. Yeah. So I'm going to take a step back. Uh, I'm going to swift reload. And I'm going to say, dodge this. <laughs> Minus four. Mine, oh, okay. Don't forget. I rolled a 24, so 20. 20, 20 but 21 because I hate him. Okay. <laughs> he does get the extra. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, that's, that's true. That's, that's, accurate. that's actually accurate. Uh, five points of damage. Five points of damage. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. Well, can I still do up close and deadly? Not if you didn't say it beforehand, bro. Gotta say it beforehand. Uh, hits him pretty bad. So he gets smashed by Lork. Gets hit with a bullet, and this is like the last orc. You can see him just like... He just wants to get one more yeah. hit in. He's, He's going to do 11 points of damage to Lork. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> and now it's Gormley's turn. Gormley's going to rush up to the barricade. Or rather, she's going to... And she's going to evil eye the bombardier. Uh, okay. Uh, evil eye the bombardier. She's going to crouch behind the barricade. She's going to rush up, slide in, next, uh, slide uh, in with that I think you're going to need to stand over the barricade if you want to see him. It's only three feet tall. <laughs> uh, so you're crouching, and what is it, a will save? Yeah, to his AC. Uh, Twelve. Does not save. Yeah. All right. So minus another minus two to his AC for six rounds. Oh, oh! This guy is just uh, meat hanging in a window. So he's at minus <laughs> four after the sunder, right? Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, okay. Uh, Galabras. Uh, Galabras is going to. I think I'm going to channel again. What a guy! What a guy! What a mensch! <laughs> oh, eleven. Just can listen to that over and over. Tesna, <laughs> heal my friends. <laughs> and that affects, Eleven! That affects everyone, right? Yeah, that's all of us. Except uh, it does not affect uh, Omas. Omas. But you brought right. Omas up to max with your last channel, so. Sweet. I don't give a shit about NPCs. And he, and he hasn't been hit yet, right? Uh, no, not since, since the healed. Heal. Yeah. Uh, okay, and now it is Omas' turn. And Omas swings his falchon. To perm- uh, excuse me, his... His great axe to permakill. Uh, and he hits him. Well, how much? I think his AC is about eight right now. And he straight up murders the body. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> uh, look at him. You didn't like Omast, huh? <laughs> what a guy. I got one! I got one! <laughs> he yells. That's great, kid. Don't get cocky. <laughs> <laughs> Round 12. Uh, the orc that uh, is standing in front of Lork. And Baron, uh, I forgot that there was still one alive. Yep, the one that uh, his one his last move. Uh, he swings his. This is uh, Spike Chain guy, right? No, he had a falchion before. This is falchion guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Seventeen miss. Seventeen right off the chain mail. Miss chain. Cring! And then he dies. Oh, it's a breastplate. And for a moment, you all have a second to do what you need to do, Lork. You, you hear things coming at you. Lork, what do you do? What do you do, Lork? Uh, Lork uh, returns to the back. He, Omas, return to the barricade! And he uh, picks up his 
long uh, longbow that he drops. Okay. And readies the longbow. Readies the longbow. Uh, all right, so you're... Okay, Baron? Baron will also get over the other side of the barricade, uh, get close to the other guys, and he will rapid reload. It's nice and quiet now. It's the rain washing the blood of the orc's bodies. <laughs> Not for long. Down the slope. And witch bodies. And yeah. witch bodies. <laughs> Rivulets of dark orc blood stream down the muddy slope to the portcullises that have been broken. Oh, that was nice. Is that Jack London? <laughs> yeah. Is that a skid original? It's Jack Galarian. <laughs> Jack Absalom. Uh, Gorm- Jack Absalom. <laughs> uh, Gormley will also get back behind the barricade and uh, be ready with the crossbow. Always be ready. Always be. I move so I can't ready in action, right? Um, or, are we, or are we playing loosey goosey with us? Um, well, this is between round. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this, this is still in a, combat, but. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, if we're all ready in action, she'll ready in action as well. If she sees an enemy, she's going to shoot with her crossbow. Okay. Um, and Galabras? Uh, Galabras is. He's right now. Um, Baron, Galabras, Gormley, and Lorik are standing all in a row behind the second barricade. Galabras is going to move past Gormley to the other side of Lork and touch him on the shoulder for a bit of luck. Oh, awesome. May your arrows fly true. Awesome. Walmost is still up at the the gate. Right. Is he he going to come back with us? Walmost, being the fucking genius tactician that he is, tactician, uh, he is going to step uh, to his right and kind of uh, stealth next to the tower so that if anything else comes through the gate they're going to see you guys way in the background behind that second barricade but they won't even see him coming so if anything uh, else he could then come around and get them from the so rear so this is like Lord of the Rings with, with um, Gimli and, and Aragorn or, or no I was going to say with uh, what's his face with uh, Faramir when they're all behind the walls in uh, Askeliath and the orcs run oh, through yeah. and they let a bunch go first and then they come okay. in from behind them and start hacking them yeah, all totally, down. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, well, here's a question for you. These towers, mm-hmm. do they have doors? Can you get in them? They have doors that look like they've been beaten in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see body, like I said, in one of the one of the ones up in the window, you see a, one of the Trinown guards, uh, his body's like hang, half hanging out. And then in, the, in front of the door of the other one, there's like two uh, guards' bodies. So you assume that these towers have been cleaned out of uh, the guards. Do we, do we want to get someone down there? Well, I, th- I see what you're, what you're thinking, but I think it's a... And it, it, could, it could work, but it's a problem because, like I say, if you and me like went up into each tower, like I would be limited in like the support that I could give right. with my spells. And then if someone like comes up into the tower, if an orc comes up in it for either of us, then we're screwed. I mean, I'm... I'm- Considering it because I can, I can I, from the tower to have a good vantage to evil eye, and, and he just wants to levitate. Let's be honest. Well, here. I don't need to levitate if I can get up there now. But if I need to get out, I can always jump out the window. Oh my god! I just got it. I just got it. It's like Gormley is alone atop the tower, half laughing into the wind, <laughs> exactly, and looking down and just hexing all these orcs that are running through. It's pretty cool, but Actually, it is so dangerous. It is very dangerous. That would be badass. But I, and I don't think there's time. 
Well, yeah, it's, that would be the question. Yeah, so Troy, as we're talking about this, this is we've paused the story for, for we're in seconds right, right I'm now. I'm pausing right? at the it's end. Not, of it's not round like we 12. have five minutes to get right. a strategy plan. All right, but so, yeah, you, so you can't talk strategy. But you, but you said you said something about like we heard and like something yeah, else was coming. Right, right. So um, next wave. So what? Uh, what you know? What Lork is going to say? Gormley is like kind of getting edgy a little bit. He's just going to put his hand on her uh, deflated breast and just say. <laughs> I don't know why you think they're like... just say, you never leave a point of a a defensive position for no reason. I think that we're in a good position. We'll let them come to us, and then we can gauge what we want to do. We're behind a barricade. It's a smart position. We we really need to take a second here. So, obviously, in in real time, this is all happening. But let's just take a second and look at what's happened. So, you guys came here. Omas said, all right, here's what's going on. we got a boulder. we got logs. we got these weapons that do reach and disarm and trip. Uh, And then the first wave came out. Six orcs. And you guys effed them up, and I think in like three or four rounds. And then uh, the bombardier came up came out with like three more orcs and you guys fucked up the first three orcs that were shooting uh, short bows at you guys and then the bombardier kind of retreated a little bit but then he came back out behind nine more orcs who picked up the battering ram uh, from the, the, the first six orcs had dropped in the first wave and rammed up to the gate and you took out uh, all of them in one fell swoop with the boulder and then eventually cut the rest down in another few rounds so now the battlefield is littered with the bodies, I, of I just counted it, and there's 17 bodies. 17 bodies, <laughs> orc bodies uh-huh. on, the, on the ground. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love the carnage. It's so satisfying. <laughs> we need to check in with the mental state of each uh, PC. What what's happening? What's happening in Lork's brain? Uh, I think Lork is. Uh, I, I think Lork is a bit on autopilot. He certainly has not thought about his son for the last several minutes. Or, well, I guess it's only been a couple minutes, really. But he's just like, I don't think he's thinking about him. He's thinking about his friends in combat right now, because um, uh, you know you got to close that shit off. I mean, he's been out fighting with companions that have died in front of him, and, and the enemy is still up, and he's still got to fight. So he kind of knows how to close it off and focus. And and for right now, his. His main objective is really to just protect the protect the town and, and stop the siege. And so far, like we're doing really well, so he's feeling very confident right now. Um, and from an orc sort of like the orc side of him is just like hungry for like more battle. Like he just wants. He's like, I can't wait to see what comes through that gate. Like he's not scared at all. He's ready, ready to die for it. You know. What about Gormley? I think Gormley's getting a little lost in the bloodlust. I mean, she took two fucking arrows to the chest. Mm-hmm. And then she just charged right up and kept fighting. I mean, she, and then she let, let the lo- let the logs fly. I think I think she's getting into the chaotic side of her. Uh, let loose the logs of war. <laughs> Cry havoc and let loose the logs of yeah, war. Yeah, I mean, I got to kind of picture her laughing as she releases those logs. You know. Yeah, I mean, she does. Yeah. I mean, she does have that kind of. She does kind of enjoy the you know, the carnage uh, like Skid does. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I do, and yeah, Gormley. I think she gets a kick out of it. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's. I mean. She's because I think her because of her role as a debuffer, like I think she kind of enjoys the game of it and the thrill of like getting shot twice. The chaos, like creating chaos, the creating chaos, yeah, yeah, I and like to, getting to be like lording over it a little bit. I have to think too for Gormley, like she's she left True Now to go up to the mountains and has always felt like a bit of an outcast, and now she is in the center of protecting a town that in a you know she always felt like not a part of. Don't you feel like there's something? That's interesting. I mean, I think that I, I I think Gormley is more attached to these people around her than she is the town. I mean, mm-hmm. that said, a, tr- a a world a Belkson world where True Now is overrun by orcs is not necessarily a great world for Bel- for Gormley. 
No. There's no point of human contact. If, if this town goes away, it's just Freedom Town and Last Wall, right? I mean, like, it's like the, it's like the old, it's kind of like the old West. I mean, like, this gets overrun. There's literally nowhere to go to, like, check in with civilization. <laughs> right. Right. What about Baron? Baron has a huge raging boner, (laughs) which is really appropriate for Skid's nickname for me because he fucking hates orcs. He has gained respect and affection to some degree, whatever that is, for a a wandering vigilante to kill orcs for a half-orc and lork. But uh, he is not only excited that he has killed and helped kill and disadvantage all these orcs, He's thrilled that his techno- technological marvel in his handgun has, like, terrified them and dazzled them all. Yeah. He is super fucking excited. And he also, I know Gormley got, like, singled out a lot last episode, but he got attacked a ton in this episode and was matrixing the shit out of all the attacks. So he's, like, moving around on stage and doing a soft shoe like James Brown. And he's like, can I hit it in crit? Can I hit it in crit? Can I take it to the bridge? Oh. I said, can I take it to the bridge? Take it to the bridge. <laughs> so he, he is loving this. And right now, he might, be, uh, he might be overconfident, but he's just like, I'm going to fucking kill anyone. And he's very happy to be with these other people that also want to kill green skin things. Yeah, I, I think just to jump on with that, it, it just reminded me of something. And I mean, I sort of said it, but that orc side of Lork is like, like orcs love killing other orcs. You know what I mean? Like they're very, they're a very warlike society. Yeah. And it's like there's this like uh, just glory to be had in battle kind of thing, like by taking out another tribe. So yeah, he just loves this like litter of bodies in front of him. But I mean, he's not you know overjoyed in, in that sense. He's just like. He's ready for more. Like his adrenaline is all firing in, in a good way, right? And now. Uh, on that note, um, Baron's not lost in this at all. He's thinking about what's coming next. If appropriate, he'd love to know if he could do a perception or survival check to hear like what might be coming over the sur- uh, surrounding. Like if he can tell they're gigantic. If he could get a, like a beat on it for one second, sure. Yeah, even what the hell? Well, survival well, or perception? Well, let's talk to yeah. Galabras first, I want to. Uh, sure, sure, sure. I'm going to do that right after I check in with Old Galabras Poundstone. What are you? What's going on with you, motherfucker? <laughs> what is the deal with tampons? <laughs> <laughs> Don't keep beating him down. Then Skid won't talk. He'll cl- he closes up like a turtle. If you're checking in with Skid, Skid hates all of you for his <laughs> fucking nicknames. Um, Galabras is, I think he's just running on adrenaline for one thing right now because he's not a hardy person. Like he has a average like constitution. Like he's he's been beaten down. Like uh, he's just. I, he's going to be completely, completely spent and exhausted after all this. Like this is nothing like he's ever experienced before. And I think he's also like been so. I can only imagine like how sad and lonely he's felt for months after everything that he's been through, and and not being around his family, and not knowing anyone, and only the only people that he's spent any time with are his tormentors and and other strangers and now he's finally for the first time in his life like literally fighting shoulder to shoulder with people that he's growing to respect and to like and 
I think that like this is and and also like through all this, he's feeling Desna's hands in in everything. Like he he feels this when he channels a positive energy. Like he's feeling Desna's divine will like go through his body and seeing its effect and like the the touch of luck and everything. And it's like kind of rekindling his faith a little bit too. So he has a newfound faith in his in his deity that he thought he was losing and he also has a newfound faith in his new friends do you think there's a part of him that's watching this all go down and afraid that these orcs could end up killing his friends and taking you and going through the same experience again but with yeah. orcs oh yeah and then there's also like a real desperation because he knows what it's like and, he, and to know that it would be worse like an orc love slave yeah and like to lose the only home that he has left the thought of that is terrifying, but he can't even think about that now. Like, I think, like everyone else, like he's only focused on the gate and what's coming through. Even though it's uh, partly necessity that you're fighting now, just for you know basic survival. Um, after being a slave, you kind of worked at the temple just as a means of survival. I'm wondering if you think Galabras appreciates just a self. Uh, a sense of agency, a sense of being able to determine your own actions and kind of yeah. plow your own way through this world I instead think, of being passive and acted upon. I think that's a good point too. I think that's uh, that's that's definitely like a factor as well. I mean, not for nothing, you've also like stepped up in your own defense and killed an enemy and you know, took that life. You know, all those episodes ago, and yeah, and that's like shaken him to the core of his being, and he's still dealing with that too. Very, a lot of complex a lot of, emotions. A lot of stuff going on. I can only imagine what you guys are going to feel like the morning after your first rest. Yeah. Ugh, I can't yeah. Even, yeah. Seriously. If, if and when this battle yeah, ends. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> I can't even see when that's going to be. It's going to be a great sleep. Six, uh, six episodes from now when we actually finish this fight. Let me get that uh, perception check. Joe, cue up some music. Oh, this is good. Twenty-nine. 29. What? Critical perception. Whoa, that's perfect perception, they call it. You uh, hear footsteps. They do not sound giant in nature. But with your keen perception, you see in the distance five figures coming at you through the portcullis at the beginning of round 13. First of all, you see three badass-looking orcs. Be sure to check out the tumbler uh, so you Whoa. see what these guys look oh, like. Wow. They have three, they're called pillums. They're like Roman oh, yeah, spears, Roman spears yeah. uh, sticking out of their back. Yeah. And a shotel, which is like, oh, uh, yeah. you know, it's like a hook, almost like a sickle that you can use to get around someone's guard. And they are beefy. They look like professional wrestlers. They look like uh, World of Warcraft, like... It's exactly no, War, Warhammer 40K. Warhammer 40, yeah, or Warhammer, just Warhammer. Three of them come... Five of them, you said, right? Three of oh, them three of come them. through the gates. Behind them, and you see Omast, like, kind of back up against the tower, because he's right on top of them, all by himself, and you guys are a good 40, 50 feet away, and the, the more tanky among you realize you might have to close the gap, or Omast could die. Uh, behind... These three orc shield breakers, as they're known, you see another female orc, similar to the one that you saw in the green coming out of the green fire. No. And she's covered in blood, reveling in the battle. And she has uh, in one hand a bag of heads. 
and you can tell they're like heads of the Trunauan guard oh. that she's carting oh. around. And at the other hand, she has a chain, and you can't quite see what she's carrying on the chain. But she breaks through the, por- the, the remains of the portcullis and releases the chain, and coming charging right behind uh, the three orc shield breakers, you see a giant lizard the size of Omast. Get ready to roll for initiative next episode. Fuck you! Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.